come on in the room. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on, America? You already know who it is. It's Jalen White LA, and I am coming back to you again. Um, as you heard another voice, she's obviously not in the bed with me, but, she, <laughs> but she's here. I want everybody to give it up. Welcome back. The Ghetto Spiritual. Hello, everybody. What is the deal? <laughs> and he talking about I ain't in the bed with him. That's only today, okay? Don't act like we ain't never been in the same bed before. Not on that. But right, I was going to say, I was going to say, you needed to clarify that, clean that up. Because, I mean, <laughs> the world knows I'm a freak and everything, you know. Don't, don't, you see, look at you. We just got on here and you cutting up already. He trying to uh, outstand me today, y'all, because okay. I heard y'all liked me. Oh, know? wow. So. A testy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, let's not start out a line like that. That was... Somebody's going to be like, oh my gosh, did he call that woman a bitch? I call him about 55 of them before 1230. You see how disrespectful that is? I mean, it's all love. Allegedly. No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so how are you? What have you been up to you? How, how was your Christmas and your New Year's? Christmas was well. Um, you know, I spoiled the family. Mm. I hope you liked your gift, too, you know. I did. I just wanted everybody to feel appreciated. Had to show my appreciation. Um, New Year's, you know, we spent that together. So mm. it was very cool. We brought it in. COVID-friendly. Yeah, COVID-friendly. Of course, it was just us two. We were chilling, you know. Um, it was very peaceful. It wasn't loud. Nope. Because, <laughs> you know, we don't like that shit. You know, I, I can't do all of that. So um, we're all the loud voices that we need. So period. I know. Um, but that's that. How's the, the day's been going for you? You know, we in day day five, day six, basically. Up How have you been feeling so far coming into it? Um, I am hopeful. Like, as you know, my holiday season did not go as expected with COVID um, affecting my immediate family. Um, but I'm glad that they're doing well under the circumstances and, you know, we're all staying positive. But, you know, I was grateful to have, um, I had a quiet Christmas. I had a great uh, New Year's. I love how Black people, it's New Year, but we say New Year's. <laughs> but um, I, I enjoyed spending it with you. I felt like we had a good time. It was it was quiet, you know. That was like the theme, and um, it worked out. I I feel good. I I'm hopeful. I'm getting busy, much like you. Like the semester started back for school, so like gearing up for that. So I I'm excited. I'm very hopeful about this new year. Even though I know we may not resume back to a regular kind of normal, but we we've become accustomed to how things have been with this whole COVID shit. And so, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm adjusting. I'm adapting. I I'm ready. I'm definitely ready. I feel like this year, as we said earlier, you know, when we talked a bit earlier, I feel as if 2021 is going to be what 2020 was supposed to be. You know, right. like, we didn't have a a year. 
you know, we were in the house, like, we're still going to be in the house, of course, but, like, it's just, we didn't have any freedom to just experience, you know, the experiences that we did have was a splurge of death, and I don't, I don't ever want to experience that again, that's just, it was horrible. It was, it was not fun, it wasn't at all. You know what I'm saying? So I, I can't I can't do that no more. But I mean, I'm I'm excited. I'm hopeful, and things are looking up. And um, are you excited about school? Um, I'm nervous, and I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm looking at homework right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's very um, it's a winter session. So mm-hmm. if y'all take winter sessions, y'all know it's six weeks, and you know. Um, it's very fast paced. I'm taking political science and I failed my psychology class in the summer when I first got back into it. Mm-hmm. I passed with a D, y'all. So um and I'm not a D student. So I'm definitely taking that over. So I feel like I'm I'm back in a groove. I I feel kind of excited because yes. being out of school, you know what I'm saying? I'm still looking at canvas. Like, do I have something to turn in yet? Or, yeah. you know, and it's, it's, it's nothing there. Um, so I'm kind of excited about that. I know you start later this week. How do you feel about your classes starting? I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be starting developmental psychology. And okay, check us out taking the same class. Period, Pooh. And so I'm I'm really excited. I kind of now know what to expect, you know, as you guys know, last semester was like my first like real college moment and so I um I know what to expect a little bit more so now so I just feel better organized and just ready to kind of go I know it's going to be intense though um but I'm ready I'm up for the challenge yeah um because it's excuse me it's gonna be very different from fall yeah 16 weeks Baby, you got six weeks to make some shape. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's a good thing that we're both taking the same class. I feel like it'll help you balance, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we can hold each other accountable. And and it's just going to be a great experience, I feel like. So I'm I'm pretty excited to see what it, what it brings, you know? Um, January is a, a great month. It's the first month of the year. It's my birthday month. Oh. <laughs> Hell now, so it, 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 it's popping, you know what I'm saying? My mama did her thing, and she got two things in January, <laughs> okay? Because uh, my little brother's birthday is at midnight. Come on, he Papa. turned 16. Yeah, my first kid, y'all. That's my Girl, child. Bye. If you don't stop saying that. That is my, no, 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 no. I, I was the only child for 10 years, y'all, okay? And then here my mama come having a baby three weeks before my birthday. Who told her? So, you know, I, I've helped raise him. That's my kid. <laughs> y'all can't tell me that's not my kid. Y'all know I go to war for that one right there. Y'all y'all keep her held up in prayer. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's delusional. Y'all know y'all call y'all siblings y'all kids. Mm. Don't do it. Okay, if y'all, if y'all have younger siblings at least. So... Mm. But yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so what's um? So 
So let's just go ahead and start getting into it. What's what's tea, girl? What have you been watching or excited about lately? That's just like yeah. So let me tell y'all. I don't know if y'all watch Power or not. Um, I didn't finish the original Power. Everybody says that this one is better than the original. I'm gonna go back and watch um the original Power because I didn't finish it, but I finished the power um ghost so ghost two which is tyree and baby let me tell you this show busting like (laughs) they get to it okay and i get mad i get angry all that but this show is fire like uh it's just a lot of a, a lot of growing that you see people doing like throughout it yeah. The show is very gritty. Um, it's a lot of killing. And I'm not usually into people dying. But the way that this show is, it's just like, I want more. Yeah. And it made me, I ain't gonna lie to you. When I finished it today, I said, oh, it's time for me to get in my bag. So what did I do? I sat there and wrote a little skit and I sent it to you yeah just to see if you you know what i'm saying liked it or whatever because if y'all don't know i do write um i am in the process of writing a book so Mm. it is urban fiction um but it's not like the typical drug dealing and things like that i know y'all get sick of that so it is about a couple of smart people you know health inspectors and you know just nine to five regular people but shit happens it's urban but um, I had to get in my bag for that. Yeah. So I, I love that. And then I also been watching The Boys. Mm-hmm. It's a the, that Marvel show on Amazon Prime. Yes. Oh, they get busting on there too. I'm like, all the shows that I'm watching now, it's like I'm not used to watching things like this. Um, I'm very much so of a Disney Channel kid. I love watching cartoons. I love watching things that'll make me laugh. I did watch Soul. Did you watch Soul? I did watch Soul. I really, I thoroughly enjoyed Soul. I thought it was cute. I enjoyed the message. I really felt that although it was a children's film animation, it was definitely it it, right. It was for the adults. It was it for the for parents. Them. They knew what they was doing. They know that all the adults be on Disney Plus. Period. So they made that movie for us. I can watch the movie three times. Okay. I love it. It's just something that's very eye-opening. It teaches you to be humble. Um, It teaches you about growing pains. So I just feel like it's something that everyone needs to see. It is a slow movie, though. I do Mm -hmm. need to tell y'all that it is a slow movie. Um, It picks up, though, a little bit, but it's slow. But it's just very... I felt like it it did what it needed to do. Okay. Okay, okay. I definitely, I I was trying to um find the name of it, um, but I just watched something on Amazon with Tiffany Haddish, um, uh, Sarah Silverman, a couple of other female comedians. Um, girl, listen, I, we we about to do some shit on the spot here. You see how I'm about to look it up right here. Right you now, how, you see how I'm about to do it right <laughs> now, and I don't care who feels any way about it. It's called Yearly Departed, 
And it was so good to me and funny and interesting seeing them uh, rant. But what I found more interesting about it was the after it goes off, after the credits roll, um, it has some behind the scene footage and it's how like they were filming it and how like ultimately they all didn't film in the same room. Uh, and I just found that to be interesting, like how they're adapting to filming during COVID. You know, I found that to be interesting, but it was really funny. That was really good to me. Um, obviously, you know, I, I'm, I'm a sissy, so I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy RuPaul's Drag Race thoroughly, the return of RuPaul's Drag Race. We needed that in the new year and that returned this past Friday. And um, it was so good, gag-worthy how, like, RuPaul is having had them come in two girls at a time and made them lip-sync, like, on the spot. And it's just, it's interesting, though, because some of their entrance looks were questionable. It was just, it was really just good, girl. Is that something that he doesn't usually do? No, like, at all. Like, usually the girls all meet in the workroom together. And then... They sit there and kiki. RuPaul comes out dressed in a suit. They might do a little mini challenge or he sets them up. And then later on in the show, it's runway and you see RuPaul dressed in full drag on the main stage, you know, at the judges panel. So the fact that the show started with two queens coming in and they thinking they're the first two queens there. And then RuPaul's like, come down to the main stage. He's in full drag. And he's like, it's time to lip sync for your life. And then he had his twist gag where he was like, you get the pork chop. So he was cutting queens and then sending them into a, a waiting room, the pork chop loading dock or some shit like that. But it was just really good how he's gagging. Um, and I wonder if he's gagging the people like he is this season because it's like this trying to film under the circumstances of the pandemic and not wanting them all together at one time. But they're ultimately around each other, even if you're s- swapping but um the pork chop to me because y'all um christopher is very much so the one who's into like reality tv and things like that i'm more so of the one and it's crazy because i've never been the one to like like i said earlier um all that killing and stuff that's never really been me but now like i'm trying to understand and i'm starting to understand like this is just tv you know, I still, yeah. I'm not going to lie, though. I still put down my computer when people be dying and all that. But, like, I'm getting more into it. So I'm more of the one that's grit. It's either going to be gritty, comedy, or children. But I'm not really into reality TV. I watch anymore. a little. I would say I watch a little bit of everything. Like, reality TV isn't, like, my main shtick at all. But there are specific shows that I do enjoy. Like, I enjoy the RuPaul situation. The Potomac. Potomac, like, the Housewives franchise. Like, there's certain, there's specific things that I enjoy. Because um, all reality TV doesn't do it for me, by far. <laughs> by far. And it's like a guilty pleasure for me. You know what I'm saying? Because I watch a lot of, like, drama shows. Like, you know... I, I watch a lot of drama. You know, I like shit that makes you cry. And then I, um, cause you already know how I am. Like, I love like tragedies and shit like that. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> cause I love, com- and then I love comedy. 
Um, but yeah. But I, I'm glad that you're now watching gritty shit because I always you always be telling me, asking me, um, do they be killing people? Is it like a lot of <laughs> And I'd be like, girl, it's just a fucking movie. Look, do they die? I'm telling y'all, like I'm <laughs> right, I'd be like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no and damn and well. He'll lie to me, y'all. He'll lie. And then when I watch it, you know what I'm saying? He'll be like, well, and I didn't even want to tell you what happened, but I'm very much so the person who you can tell what happens and I'm still going to watch it as if I never even heard about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm still going to watch it. So it's just like, tell me when I ask for it. Why not just tell me? Why Mm. won't you just tell me, Christopher? Tell the people why you won't tell me. And I'm still going to watch it regardless. Because I don't want to tell you. You need to fucking tell me. (laughs) You see? You see what's going on. <laughs> I see you you just you just it's, a, it's okay. It's alright because you're making this come full circle. Because when when you start asking me shit, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what you told me. You do that. <laughs> you keep getting smart. That's what you do. And I'm gonna drive up there. What did Tyler Perry say? I've been smart. I'm just getting here. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? He trying to, y'all, he trying to show out today. I see him, though. I fuck with it, though. Do your shit. Come on. Don't do too much. <laughs> Don't do too much. Because I'll let you have your moment. You know I will. We both got to have our moments. So I fuck with it. You know? It's all shady love. The good kind, y'all. Don't take this shit personal. It's entertainment. Quite as it's kept, guys, you know, the ghetto spiritual might be a permanent fixture around here. Y'all see how he do? Y'all see? If y'all fuck with me, I'll come on here. Look at me sounding like like, a major network. (laughs) (laughs) And do you an opportunity? Like, like we got production and money flowing, bitch. We gonna make it work. (laughs) (laughs) So if, y- if y'all stuck with me, y'all want to hear me, y'all like us together as a duo, like, we can do that. Because honestly, it'll excite me, you know what I'm saying? I like to do things within my circle. Um, he's family. So I-, I like coming up with my family. And I've always told him that I wanted to do something together. We have been trying to do things together since we graduated high school. You know what I'm saying? That's almost 10 years ago. So for us to just come now and be grown and, you know, know what we want to do and it, it works for the both of us. Yeah. I f- with it, you know, so. Yeah. And shit, honor. Shit. Most definitely. And, and you being excited certainly excites me, you know, and that's and I and I see like how it excites you and how you be ready to shoot the shit. All right. So obviously we're talking about boundaries today. Um, I've been telling you that this has become really important to me as I've been on my journey to wellness and my journey of healing. And it's been necessary that I develop clear and healthy boundaries within all my relationships and most importantly with myself. And so, you know, through on my journey, I've had to take time to understand what boundaries are. And that's pretty much I mean, it's like a system that we ultimately create for ourselves. Like, 
unspoken or spoken laws that we communicate clearly and articulate to other people for the way that we expect to be treated. And and so, as we were talking about earlier, um, Anyala says a boundary is a demonstration of self-respect and our respect for others. So it's just like, if you don't respect yourself or love yourself, how can you really hold someone else to that same standard? And so now I'm starting to see where that shows up in my life today. And um, people that um, have issues with um, lacking boundaries in their life, like they tend to be people that have, that struggle with saying no to other people because of fear of rejection and not wanting to disappoint people. They struggle with being intimate and connecting to other people. You know, they're unlikely to ask for help, you know. I'm sorry, go ahead. People pleasing. They're people pleasing. You know what I'm saying? And you don't realize how destructive and damaging that actually is, you know. Until you feel like it's like when you don't set those boundaries for yourself, like you said, like you can't hold you can't hold somebody to a standard and expect for them to you know you you can't have these expectations and these standards for these people when you don't have it for yourself you know what i'm saying so like say me you know so say i'm like my problem is i over apologize Mm -hmm. all the time and it's just like that's a problem for me because with with me over apologizing a boundary i feel like that's always crossed is my my personal space and people feeling as if they can run over me a little bit because they know I'm very mm-hmm. mm, I can't find the word for it but you know what I mean like, I got you I got you well let's for the people let's get into the different types of boundaries that exist you know what I'm saying so we can just like briefly cover the bases and we can maybe even give some personal examples from our own lives you feel me so let's start with physical boundaries now that refers to your personal space and your physical listen hold on let me get into it that refers to your personal space and your physical touch Now, healthy physical boundaries include an awareness of what's appropriate and what's not in various settings and types of relationships. So that could be hug, shake hands, or, you know, a kiss. Like, is that appropriate? And that, you know, you can't just walk up hugging and kissing motherfuckers. So physical boundaries may be violated if someone touches you when you don't want them to or when they invade your personal space. You know what I'm saying? So speak to that. Don't ever touch my face. Do not touch my face. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, I'm going to go 10. Don't do it. I don't even let my mama touch my face. Don't touch my face. Like, I just feel like people's hands is dirty. I was going to say, people don't be washing their hands. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. I really don't, like, as I got, I didn't used to be a hugger. Um, I'll allow you to hug me. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's cool. But don't touch my face. Don't just, don't be grabbing on me, like, doing all that weird shit. Especially if we ain't on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like only 
people that should be just grabbing on me like that is either my man or like you know how we'll sit and play like if we talking or something i'll tap your shoulder or right we laughing and playing but that's because we have that type of connection but when it comes to physical i don't really like to be touched by everybody because i'm very y'all if y'all ever meet me in person and one day i know y'all will and i know a couple of y'all have i'm very big on my hygiene i smell good <laughs> when he go hey y'all better ask about me i smell good regardless do not touch me and you got sticky fingers dirty fingers you got you done ate it, don't touch me because you're, you're going to throw off my yeah. scent don't touch me and that's the thing like it is it is having that awareness because like you just said from the jump, like don't touch my face because I'm not into that at all. Unless I, I hate when people touch my face. Unless like you and it's rare with my mom, she don't even do that, you feel me? But like if like I'm dating somebody and they touch my face, like you know what I'm saying, that's off some intimate stuff. Intimate type shit. So you know what I'm saying? But don't just don't just think that you can just run up and touch my face and then now my face is breaking out and whatnot. We're not doing that around here. So I feel oh, you. I feel you. And I mean, I know like it makes me feel some type of way when I would be in, in the gay club or whatever or at like Pride and like dudes, like how they just touch on you when they think you cute or hey, whatever. Hey, speaking of that, yeah. When, when you in places, um, yeah, I'm not really, a, well, I can't say I'm not really because I'm not at all. I'm not the club type. Um, I don't like doing things like that. I mean, if I have to go, which is very, very seldom, um, no. I will. But when you're in a club or like you're in a party, if y'all in college, like us or whatever, you know, when a dudes walk up behind a girl, why do they always feel like they need to put their hands on your waist when when, when they move no. past you? Don't touch me, bro. That's not somewhere you need to be touching me if you're not my nigga. Period. Like, I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. Because it's just like, I don't know you from a can of paint. You know? Right. So I don't like, yeah. Like, I'm I'm very friendly, though, y'all. Like, you feel me? Like I said, I can give you a hug or whatever. But don't just think you're going to just be touching me and shit. Like, right. a hug is, is three seconds. You know what I'm saying? Like, Just running up and touching me, that's creepy, bro. It's very strange. Like... You shouldn't even feel comfortable enough to do that. Just say, excuse me. Like, you, know. you can... Now, if I'm in your way for sure, are you really trying to get through top of my shoulder? The back of my shoulder? Yeah. I'll be okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Because you... Excuse me. You know? Yeah. But don't just be grabbing on me and shit, trying to grab my waist or shit like that. Because I'm thinking... What you trying to do? Right. <laughs> right. I am one of them. Okay. I'm really listen. hurt. You gonna respect me. And bitch, you know, listen, I be mad. You know, I ain't got no ass. So when a nigga try to grab my shit in the club, hell, he snatches my back. And that shit hurts. <laughs> listen, <laughs> you know how mom treated me my whole life when it come to that ass story, okay? Listen, I'm, just now, I'm just now starting to get one because I was working out and trying to gain one, but I've never had one either. So it's just like... You know what I'm saying? No, nah, just don't. Just respect me, bro. I mean, I got a cute little perky thing, but listen. 
I got a mm-hmm. handful, but it's not for you randomly in the club, and I don't know you. Cool. Okay, so that was physical boundaries for y'all. For y'all that aren't clear on that, y'all need to get clear on that. Uh, for y'all that just be running up and touching motherfuckers, y'all need to become more self-aware, and that's why we're here. Um, moving on, um, into emotional boundaries. So that refers to a person's feelings. Healthy emotional boundaries include limitations on when to share and you when. You see what I'm saying here? Go to boundaries. <laughs> this is a physical boundary. Damn. You know what I'm saying? That's what it be. <laughs> so emotional boundaries, um, pretty much when they're healthy, you understand when to share and when not to share personal information. Uh, for example, gradually sharing personal personal information during the development of a relationship as opposed to revealing everything to everyone. Emotional boundaries are violated when someone criticizes, belittles, or invalidates another person's feelings. My God, today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and we see this happen. I talk about this all the time in dating. Sometimes when you learn how to advocate for yourself and you start speaking up in certain situations, people try to play you <laughs> when you start setting you boundaries. Marlo, Nat, when it comes to... I, I need you to lead that, the emotional. Um, what you are leading, because I like how you're doing all this. This is silly, let me feel me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like to hear so I can just back at a lot um, but I need to leave, especially when it comes to dating. Because y'all, believe it or not, I will be 26 this year. At the end of this month, I have never had a relationship. So That's I beautiful. Am, because, I mean, I have yet to date successfully. You know, so <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very big on uh, when it comes to dating. It's, I'll explain that later. Y'all understand why I've never had a boyfriend. But, um... Go ahead and get into but it. I, but, I, I, no. but I feel like, I'll put it to you like this. I'll give it to you guys quick. Um, in relationships sometimes and in, in, in trying to date and be young, when you're unaware of what your own boundaries are and sometimes what someone else's boundaries may be and if they are not clearly articulated to one another, it's easy to just violate each other and not even realize that that's what you're doing. So you leave these, interactions these relationships these encounters angry and 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 bitter and you know what i'm saying (laughs) vengeful and sometimes you know what i'm saying and it's just like because you ultimately both lacked some form of respect for one another but you know and it's how it's how we end up in entanglements and situationships ultimately you know but that that's i i feel like i've lacked emotional boundaries in a sense of just in general with people you know I'm very um quiet into myself even though people know me as like kind of loud and outgoing but you know like I really talk to you I talk to my few people you know (laughs) you know what I'm saying and we kiki a lot but other than that like I'm really to myself and I'm a really sensitive person, low-key. And um, I don't always make it clear sometimes. 
the things he that, never makes it clear that may hurt I, my that may hurt my feelings or something like that. So sometimes like my feelings can get hurt by something and I'll kind of like abhor it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I don't make nothing out of it versus like I could absolve the whole thing by being like, you know what? I don't like that. That offended me. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes what ends up happening when I do say something offends me, it's like, well, why didn't you say it then? You know what I'm saying? And it's because I lack that boundary. So now another person could have said a bunch of little other things and then boom, now I blow up, you know? And it's just, but if I made it clear, I don't like that shit, bro. Or sis, you know, we would have been past it. So that's something that I'm, I've had to learn. So that's that with that with that. I hope that all made sense. Drink. Okay, so I can for sure back uh, Doro for that deal because when it comes to... You see how I tried to take us out of dating? I mean, yeah, because <laughs> I was going to get into family. So, like, for me, like, of course I've had, you know, I've talked to men, of course, you feel me? I'm grown, but, like... When it comes to that, like, when you talk to certain dudes, like, when you feel like you're getting to know them, like, mm-hmm. they're used to dealing with different type of people. And since we're talking about boundaries, you feel me? Like, some men, the way that they talk to women is 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 different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, for me, my dude ain't never just going to be able to, even though we kiki and we laugh and shit, I don't care what nobody say. My man's not ever finna sit up and call me no bitch. Period. That's no. Not do, you know what I'm saying? Never. And not sit up there and try to chew me out in front of everybody. You know what I'm saying? And in, in, in public, we good, my nigga. Like, period. When we get to the house, if we gonna argue, that's what it's gonna be. That's emotional, you feel me? Because you you can embarrass somebody. And you can hurt somebody. So it's just like, you need to learn your tone can be something like oh check this y'all boom this is perfect that we're talking about this so y'all um i on when was this oh it was new year's new year's morning (laughs) uh i was being hell i had left christopher house and (laughs) i was i was on my way home (laughs) but then i did a you i turned around that's not y'all business why I turned around. But anyways, I went to Jack in the Box. And I was about to go back to Christopher House. And I asked him, you know, did he want anything? Or, you know, I'm just that type of person. But when I pull up to Jack in the Box, I'm in a drive-through. The woman starts talking. And as soon as she started talking, I already knew who it was. Now, mind you, I come to this jack-in-the-box enough, but I don't come here so often to where I should know your voice, you know? Yeah. So, for me to know your voice as soon as you get on here, and I'm like, hey, how you doing? You know, I'm very I'm very kind, y'all. Like, I'm very kind. So, I'm like, you know, hi, you know, she, what can I get you? And what else? And what else? Yeah. What else she say, Christopher? Because we was on the phone. I don't know what she said, but you know, I... I Listen, I'm a work in progress, y'all. You know? And so, I eat that lady the fuck up. <laughs> I do sometimes. Those 
uh, about your tone. You know, her tone was very off. Right. And I wasn't fucking with that because don't don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand it's New Year's. I understand you might not be feeling it. But at the end of the day and at the end of every day, you're here to do your job. You feel me? Period. And I give respect to everybody. You feel me? I wouldn't give a damn if she was picking up trash out they parking lot. Period. You feel me? Because I done been there. You know, I, I'm the one that respect everybody's job. You feel me? I done clean shitty asses and shitty diapers. I done took out trash and clean toilets and you know what I'm saying? I done did all that. So I respect everybody and I'm going I'm always gonna give you that respect. Yeah. So her tone was just it was just it was it was off. It was bad and she does this to everybody. So I'm like, all right. So I'm on the phone with him. I'm like, Christopher, I'm finna eat her ass up. Like I'm finna eat her the fuck up because that's an emotional boundary. You're disrespecting me. Right. You feel me? Like your tone is very off. You're I feel very disrespected. So I wait till I get my food. Of course, that's rule number one. If you gonna eat somebody up, make sure you got your food. Make sure you check your food. Period. Before you don't just make sure you get your educate food. Educate sure the girls. Sidebar: <laughs> Educate the girls. Say that one more time, because don't you hate a bitch that show out before you get your bag or before the plates come to the table? Hey, check this out. Y'all do that shit. Them people don't give a fuck about you. They, I don't care what nobody say. Yeah, we in 2021, but it's still a lot of evil out there. Motherfuckers still spitting your shit. You know what I'm saying? So you need to make sure that if you don't eat somebody up, make sure you have your food and you've already checked it. Period. That's just, hello. That's that's the basics. So she give me my food or whatever. You know, I check it. So... I'm like, are you having a good day? Like, how are you today? I literally asked her, like, are you having a good day? How are you today? And she says, you know, I've had a rough night or whatever. Mm. So, and Christopher can vouch because he's literally on the phone with me when I'm doing this. So I was like, you know, I understand you may not be having a good day, but your tone is very off you know and i said i i should never know who you are as soon as i pull up i i come here enough but i don't come here that much for me to know your voice as soon as i pull up if i was an ungodly woman i would have cursed you out bad bad but i just want you to know that you you need to check your tongue you have to Talk to people with respect. You can't handle them in the way that you did that because people are going to come up here and they will curse you out. I said, I'm sorry that you're having a bad day, that you've had a bad evening, and I pray nothing but light and positivity over your life, and I pray that you have better days. Period. And I just need you to to work on that because when when you when you see somebody and even if you're having a bad day, that simple hello, that simple smile, anything, you feel me? Like, it can just, it can do something to somebody. Because you can be having a bad day, but that other person could be having a worse day. Right. So, it's just like you need to be able to control your emotions. And 
I'm gonna go back to this Jack in the Box, y'all, because I mean, you feel me? It's it's that Jack in the Box is around where I'm at a lot, so I'm yeah. gonna go back. And I've been saying this since I've been there. I've been telling him every day, like, I want to know how she is today. Like, I've been praying for her every day. Like, I don't know. I mean, because like, I've seen, she looked hurt too. Her feelings were hurt, yeah. and it's just like I didn't want to hurt your feelings. But I just needed you to understand that you can't talk to people the way that you do. Because what if I wasn't me? You right. know what I'm saying? I I mean, Something. like I told you, you definitely um stood your ground. You scolded her respectfully. And like I told you, like in situations like that, when you are kind to people in a sense that don't really deserve necessarily your kindness. I believe it's what Proverbs says, like it'll heap hot coals onto their head. You know what I'm saying? Like they won't be able to understand, you know what I'm saying? Why you're able to show them. They won't understand the grace that you're showing them. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that you were very gracious with her in that moment because there's been times where she's definitely has been testy with me. You know what I'm saying? And I wait till I get the food and, you know, I might start off calm. <laughs> you know, but like I've I've ate her up. I'm not going to lie. You know, <laughs> hey, my mama be eating her up. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Hey, was the thing when she said she was having a bad day. I felt for her, though, because we do be having bad days. And it's like, you know, pandemic time. So I definitely did feel for her. But like. Sis has had a lot of other bad days long before the pandemic had struck. Every time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Time. You know what I'm saying? But I, usually, I, I, y'all, that's how I know I've grown, y'all, because usually I'm the type I will eat you the fuck up and I'm going to curse you out. Something so vicious. And y'all, I cross emotional boundaries. I ain't going to lie and sit up here like I don't. We all do. We all I do. T- my tone be fucked up sometimes. So it's just like, you know, you be having to really back in because I know me. Yeah. And I don't get angry a lot, y'all. Like I'm not I'm not an angry yeah. person. So if I if if I if I allow you to get me angry, that's my fault. Cause yeah. I'm allowing you to take me on my character and it ain't supposed to be like that. Oh, I'm telling y'all. Like, if y'all, if y'all from our city, if you're from Pasadena, and you done been to the Jack in the Box over there by the freeway, you messy. by near, the one right there on Windsor, by here. You so you messy. Oh, God, well, they need to know, because <laughs> she, she, she's there, like, y'all gotta know who you're talking about. Hashtag Jack in the Box. Hashtag Jack in the Box. Y'all gotta know. It's the one over there on Windsor. I don't want y'all to go and try to eat her up, though. Don't do that. Yeah, don't right? do that. Don't do that. We don't I, do that I, around I, here. Like, even if she's having a, a... If she's rude to y'all, just tell her, like, I'm praying light and positivity over your life. She don't look at you. You know, well, you know, Kamiko, I agree with that. You know, me, I might tell her to still go fuck herself, but I, you know, I still might tell her... But, you know, love and light, sister, you know, something, you know, I might tell her, you know, God bless you still. You know, it ain't no hate, but you can go do that. Because, obviously, 
that's something you don't want to be here. That was it's a lot of shit that I've experienced, but I I, I appreciate it yeah. because I've grown through it, and it just it, it lets me know now, like I'm I'm more so stern when it comes to me. Well, you're resilient. Yeah, like so. I guess this this ties into the emotional boundaries too, like. I'm never going to play with nobody about me. Let's girl, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> let's keep going. So then this is a good one too. You're going to like this one. So there are material boundaries. And this refers to money and possessions. Healthy material boundaries involve setting limits on what you will share and with whom. For example, it may be appropriate to lend a car to a family member, but probably not someone you just met this morning. You know what I'm saying? Material boundaries are violated when someone steals or damages another person's possessions or when they pressure them to give or to lend them their possessions. So listen, I thought that was an interesting one because I know that there are a lot of people out there listening today that, you know, deal with this in their real life where they have people in their life that are takers you know what i'm saying and (laughs) so you know what i'm saying and you know and i feel like there are a lot of people out there that are trying to learn how to say no with family and what people will do you know these violators of your boundaries, what they'll tend to do is they'll try to convince you, you know what I'm saying, pressure you, persuade you into giving them things or letting them borrow money. And and a lot of people find themselves in a situation, I'm fortunate enough where I don't have to deal with this on a on technically on a full financial tip in a sense. But like there are people out there that, you know, that cousin is calling every Tuesday. And need something. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, no. And then you want to say no, but you feel bad. You feel like you can't. You know what I'm saying? Because that's your family. And then they make me feel like that when I have to go to Vegas. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You had to utilize. You had to utilize your own shit. See, I can't be as candid as I want to at this moment y'all when we talk to material boundaries <laughs> the material boundaries y'all I've experienced so much trauma <laughs> like we gonna we I promise we gonna get that episode for y'all because I'll be telling y'all like I've experienced trauma you reap what you sow so like it's just you you grow you feel me yeah and it's like all that taken they're they're literally takers they fucking yeah. eggeaters. Yeah. They come in, you know? And yeah. it's just like, I mean, shit. And they... that's the truth. You know? My experience, I would say, with material boundaries being violated. Um, so my dad was an addict. And so there would be times where he would just, like, take my car and be gone. Like, I could be asleep. My car's gone. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, where the fuck? I wake up in the morning. 
His phone is going straight to voicemail. I don't know where he's at. Car gone. Like, and I'm just stressed. I got shit to do. And I'm stressed. Like, I'm having, like, a meltdown in the morning. And how do you explain to people, like, you know what I'm saying? You call, you got places to be. Shit to do. And then it's just like, my dad stole my car. Like, <laughs> the fuck? Like, that shit crazy. You know what I'm saying? So that, that, that used to be such a violation to me. So people don't even notice. Like, I really don't... I don't like people riding with me. I don't like none of that. <laughs> like, I just don't. Because he crossed that for me. Like, one time, like, he took my car. He had people in it. Like, they stole shit out of my car. Like, clothes, makeup, all kinds of shit. You see and, what I'm saying? And that's when I was yeah. really getting into makeup. And I was buying, like, I had, like, some pricey shit, you know? And so I was just, like, upset. And then it's just like, yeah, he, he would do a lot. He would cross those lines. But it's just interesting how, like, you, you went back to the emotional boundaries being crossed as well. Because it's just crazy. What it shows is when people lack boundaries or aren't respective towards your boundaries, um, they can, like, they can violate so many different areas of your boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, they can hit you emotionally. They can hit you physically. They can hit you in a material way. You know, and another thing, um, when it comes to the material, now it might be one of the most petty things, <laughs> but don't eat my motherfucking food, bitch. Listen, don't take my food. Listen, <laughs> who are you to go in there? But you know, like I, I sometimes I have my little petty moments too. You know, but I'll take little shit, though. I'm not going to tap into your serious shit. Yeah, like, I'm not going to tap into your, your meal. Yeah, your full-on, your entree. Like, now, me, I'm, I'm, I did do this. I did it today. I opened up my mommy juice. I sure did. And I drank that shit. But I know my mom be gone during the day. Sometimes when, yeah. she, when she go on her days that she be gone, it's okay. Because I know. When she go, when she get home, she just gonna go to her room, and no. then I can replace that. You feel me? While she's gone, or I can get it in the morning. So it's nothing serious, yeah. Because that's something like small, you know. And shit, I mean, it's juice. You know what I'm saying? But if I got a meal in this refrigerator, and you go in there and you touch my shit, I remember Papa's. He was younger, y'all. I hate ketchup. If you put ketchup on my food, and you can ask Christopher. If you put ketchup on my food, if I smell ketchup in my surroundings, I'm going to flip out. Like, and he'd be like, oh, you're doing too much because you can't know. Ketchup is something that I do not like at all, but I like tomatoes. It's kind of strange. But Papa's, which is my little brother, oh, happy birthday to him. He's 16 today. Come through. Um, This motherfucker, we was into it. Mind you, he only like six, I think. He's young. Y'all, he put ketchup on my tacos. He went in, I put some tacos in the fridge. I'm so done with you. I just gotta, I always remember this because I cried. I swear to God, I cried. He went in there and put ketchup on my tacos so I would not be able to eat them tacos. I was fast. <laughs> I think I wanted to kill him that day. <laughs> you you just crossed so many lines. Like, 
And he knew what he was doing because my brother is smart, y'all. He went in there and put them fucking, ca- oh my God, I was hot. Like, that's that's a material boundary. You're touching <laughs> my shit. Or when somebody touch your clothes, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Y'all stealing shit or just picking up shit. Like, don't do that. My mama come in my room and she love to look at my shit and be like, I'm finna know where that is. Yeah. No, you're not. Get out. Yeah. I really feel something in my spirit. Like when I said that part about these violators, they'll pressure them to give or lend them their stuff. You know? And I really feel like there's people out there that have family and people in their life that really will try to bulldoze over them with their own shit. And you and, know, and try to make you feel bad about it. Try to make you feel bad about it. Try to make you feel obligated with your own shit. You know what I'm saying? Listen, you know, I know all too well, honey. Bitch, I don't know you nothing. <laughs> My God, okay. I'm start speaking in tongues. Girl, let's get into the next one. We only got three more, honey. Um, So there's intellectual boundaries. So this refers to thoughts and ideas. So healthy intellectual boundaries include respect for others' ideas and an awareness for appropriate discussion it's kind of like should we talk about the weather or politics you know what i'm saying being able to read the room so intellectual boundaries are violated when someone dismisses or belittles another's person's thoughts or ideas and so we see this repeated all the time just much that like that when we talk about having conversations between you know, people that are Democrats and the people are Republicans or people that support Trump and people that don't, you know what I'm saying? Or people of different religions or cultural backgrounds. I feel like I'm very, I try to be as open-minded as possible when it comes to people's thoughts and ideas and views. Like, um, I feel like for the most part, people respect me in that area of my life, I feel. And for the most part, like, I reciprocate that, like, you know, like, I have friends that are in all kinds of different shit, you know, and believe all kinds of shit. And it's just like, if that's what does it for you, sis. <laughs> yeah. Um. When it comes to that, like, so for me, uh, the intellectual boundaries is something that I, I feel like I'm big on that. Yeah. I don't, uh, unless you're in my immediate circle i don't discuss politics right uh, i don't discuss religion yeah uh, of course i'm always praise god you know what i'm saying but like yeah. even if you're if you're atheist you're you know you like you're you're muslim like yeah. whatever you practice i respect that so long as you respect me um yeah I don't, I don't, I don't cross those boundaries. I don't believe in that. Um, and one thing that I am going to tell y'all that I, I believe that y'all need to always stand on. Don't ever allow nobody to make you feel like you ain't shit. Ooh. And so that, that's something that I'm very big on. Um, I'm very understanding. I have one of the most, one of the most understanding souls ever. Um, I'm very open-minded. So I'm able to sit and listen. Um, like again, like I said, I don't really discuss politics or religion. Yeah. But if somebody wanted to sit and talk about it, and we're being respectful, 
You know what I'm saying? I listen to you, but you're still not going to be able to corrupt my mind. Um, and then when it comes to like ideas and thoughts, like right, I'm a writer. You feel me? Uh, when you're a writer, I feel like you're placed in a box. You know? Yeah. And they'll tell you like you need to find something else to do. You need to do this and do that. You're never going to tell me that. Right. I don't know how to write. You're never going to tell me that my writing is not going to save me nowhere. I need to choose something else, choose a different path. At the end of the day, this is my calling. This is my purpose. This is my craft. I believe in it. I believe in myself. Absolutely. So I'm going to practice it. I'm going to excel in it. That's why I say don't ever yeah. allow nobody to make you feel like you're not shit. If this is a, a, a person around you that, you know what I'm saying, even if you wanted to be, um, what do you call those 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 people that... um. They don't talk, but they dance around the cities and stuff, and they move, um, and they they paint their face in like white. Are they? Do you call them mimes? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what, girl? Yeah. So, like, even if you you wanted to be a mime, you know what I'm saying? Right. If you feel you're calling, then cool. I know for me, I'll tell somebody like, you know, the the way that I go about things is always have something else to fall on but don't give up on yourself you know what i'm saying so for me i'm double majoring i'm very big on telling people not to talk to me a certain way you have to handle me with care because i'm very fragile um i am like i'm sensitive i'm very sensitive i'm very emotional i'm very in tune with myself um so i know who i am i know how i like to be treated I know how I like to be cared for. I know how I like to be spoken to. Period. So if you cross that boundary and speaking to me in a way that I don't like, y'all, my favorite line to tell my mom is do not talk to me like that. My favorite line to tell my little brother or my older brothers, do not talk to me like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's important. It's important that you let, and that's and that's the thing as we're talking, when you realize that your boundary is being violated, you need to make that clear. Because as I was saying when I was talking about dating earlier, how like sometimes two people could be violating each other and they leave the situation volatile, you know? And it's kind of like... It's kind of like, damn, like, sometimes we don't know how we can cut and pierce each other. You know what I'm saying? And how that you ain't going to be shit can kind of set a tone for the way that you view yourself. You know what I'm saying? But it it helps when you start advocating for yourself. You know what I'm saying? And you're aware, self-aware, and you understand what your boundaries are. And you start saying, you know what, stop talking to me like that. It's because you know that you, (laughs) you are the shit. You know what I'm saying? It's, but people, but a lot of people out there that have been told continuously that they're not going to be shit, they've become a product of that. It has set a tone in their life. So I like that you've said a lot of, you know, what you did say just about them having dreams and visions of doing something or being somebody in the world and people have um, discouraged them. And so it's just like, you know, People need to understand, like, you know, people cross the lines with them in that way. That was not okay. You know what I'm saying? 
And once you know that that shit is not okay, then that must mean that that is not the truth. <laughs> Listen to me. It took me a long time to, to gain the confidence that I do have. Um, but I just want y'all to know, like, if you believe in yourself, you love yourself, then yo, I, I, I make videos too, y'all. So um, <laughs> I be speaking that good shit. Uh, I, I just said something the other day and I said that if you, now, I know, this is for the people that do believe in God. Um, well, you if, know, you're talking to one. You know, that's all I you, do. You know, well, you know, <laughs> we never know who the audience is. You know, I said, like, I, I do respect people, but I'm still going to praise my God regardless. Here so um, I did say that if you feel like you're stressed out about something or you're going through something, you always have to let it go and believe that God is going to take care of it for you. Because if, if, if you believe that he's the head of your household, regardless of your situation, he's going to take care of you. And if you believe in him and, and, mm -mm, and, and mm -mm, you don't do that his yet. footsteps. Don't do that like, yet. Don't do that yet. <laughs> don't do that yet. Okay, well, listen. Because I know listen, in my I, spirit what you're about me, to do. Don't do that yet. Let's keep moving through. No, but we let me just fine. say this last thing. That that this this last thing. If you have your faith and you know he's going to pour them blessings into you, so they're pouring on to you. Don't let that go over your head because we're gonna get back to it. Continue. God, cause God is about to after all of this, cause we really gonna have like a quick little chit chat. Um We do every day. You Listen, because we gonna, we gonna, we gonna, God is about to do something to the people because the people are starting to become aware of, once you start talking about this, it makes you look at like, wow, this is what's missing in my life. And then so we, we about to get into all of that. Um, So there are sexual boundaries, which we all know that refers to the emotional, intellectual and physical aspects of sexuality. Healthy sexual boundaries involve mutual understanding and respect of limitations and desire between sexual partners. Sexual boundaries can be violated with unwanted sexual touch, pressure to engage in sexual acts, leering, or sexual comments. Now, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, um... I can like this boundary and I can be vulgar sometimes. I mean, I pick and choose my battles, you know, and because a lot of times I'm just being goofy, really. Um, so, you know, I can make a quick sexual comment, you know what I'm saying? You know, but but I do know what it feels like to be like kind of like simmer, semi like pressure to like kind of like have sex. And I and I talk to a lot of girls and I've heard girls say, like, you know, like, I had sex with him, but I really wasn't into it. And then the average person is kind of like, well, why would you? You know what I'm saying? But you don't know where that lack of boundary might stem in that person. So why that person might have been that passive in that moment. You know what I'm saying? You never know or what that pressure could have did in that moment. But I've been in that moment where I've kind of given it up and I was kind of uncertain and unsure but i was i for sure you know i for sure um and and i feel like that's that's very bad you know that we we continued and we didn't want to 
Yeah, and it's just like you kind of fear, like, I want to piss him off. Like, is he going to get mad? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing public health and I'm doing theater. So that's because I know that I'm going to be a nurse, but I also know that I'm going to be a screenwriter. You know what I'm saying? You have to, I I feel like it's a balance. So um, always just have something to to, to fall back on. but don't ever, don't ever stop what you're doing. Don't ever allow anybody to make you feel like you're doing something that you're not supposed to be Period. doing. Period. Christopher has had a lot of different ventures. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He likes a lot of different things. He's multi-talented. He's not just stuck on one thing. Let the girls know. <laughs> you know? And we discuss these things. And I've never, I have never told him nah, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, well, if you do that, like, I may discuss it, like, okay, so what's the plan? You know, like, how do you, do you want to do this? You know? Yeah. And, and if if you want to do this, is it going to conflict with you doing that? You know? Right. I just want to always make sure that y'all got some income in y'all pocket. That's just how Period, I feel. I, I'm very big on stability, y'all. So, I'm just always going to try to talk to you and make sure that you you have that stability. But I still want you to believe in yourself and believe in your purpose. Because your purpose can be a void yeah. that, 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 that needed to be filled for somebody else. It could be a craving that somebody has been, you know what I'm saying, like they've been itching for you can satisfy that craving with your purpose. So yeah. don't ever give up on yourself. Because Come on, not you just it, preached the whole word. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I'm, I'm very big on that. Like, I, I really feel like you, you do whatever you want to do, you know? So like like I said, even if you want to be a mom, but just make sure that that's keeping you stable or you have something else, like a little side hustle or something that you can do. And sometimes, you know, and this is really speaking... This is really important because this is speaking to people who have had this boundary violated time and time and time over again. Much like we said at the beginning of this with how Anyala um, defined um, boundaries, she defined them as, you know, a demonstration of self-respect and your respect for others. So, you know, so then that flow of boundaries are healthy when... You know what I'm saying? That's what you lead with. And so that's ultimately what's being reciprocated, you know? So it's just kind of like, if you think about that, I don't, the only person that ever told me I wasn't going to be shit was my granddaddy. You know what I'm saying? May he rest in peace. And that's the only area in my life that that came from. But because of that, I always honored that in other people. I've always, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you want to be, whatever you want to do, I'm I'm with you 150,000 million percent. And so I feel like people see that, know that, and so that's that comes back to me tenfold. You know what I'm saying? With people. And so I feel like that's a mutual thing that we share with each other. Like, we might cross each other with our emotional boundaries sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I was just about to say that. You know what I'm saying? Comes, but I for sure have been pressured into to having sex. And... I didn't want to, you know what I'm saying? But niggas, they be begging, begging, and they just be touching, hello, and in, 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 invading your personal space. So it's just like, damn, all right, 
Sex can play a part in your emotional, your intellectual, and your like physical life. You know what I'm saying? It, it spews into my all them God. other areas. So, so you know what I'm saying? So it's its own separate entity in this case. So those boundaries are essential, and most people don't are so unaware of their sexual boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm still kind of learning mine, but like the. I wish somebody would test mine. <laughs> Girl, you need to quit this. <laughs> Listen, you've been clowning all night. <laughs> you've been clowning all fucking night. <laughs> no, but it's true to It's what doesn't happen typically is most partners nowadays, you know, they link up and it's just about their own individual nut. And, and most people don't really take the time to understand what their partner likes. They don't take take the time to explain and show and teach their partner what they like. Much like when we talk about sex and how people are like, sometimes you got to teach your partner. When we talk about boundaries, that's the same thing. With your boundaries in every area, you got to teach people and show people how you want to be treated, how to do you. <laughs> I don't know if you want to get into that because you know I got a catalog of trying to teach a person. Okay. How you... <laughs> Hey. Listen, some some people just will continue to violate. <laughs> some people when are just... I say when I say a catalog, y'all, that don't mean I'm a rat or nothing. You feel me? That just means when you deal with somebody and and you like you experience that person in that way. Yeah. Um, hell, if if y'all really messing with each other, y'all y'all y'all, gonna, y'all building a sex catalog. Y'all yeah. having that intimate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, just, mm. I mean, for sex, I think just in general, consent. I need to have it. That's what it is. Well, yeah. I mean, I second that for myself. You know, and and I and I we're manifesting, um, as we speak. Um, but what's really important for people is just consent. Bitch, I caught that. But go ahead. Uh huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> amen. Glory to God. <laughs> Cause he's wonderful, um, y'all. Just see, that's fucked up, y'all. Listen, because... don't don't do too much. Um, yeah. uh, let me finish. Consent, <laughs> consent, is what is really important. You know what I'm saying? Make sure if you're engaging, like sex is for me personally. I mean, sex is, um, what 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 is the word that we like to use? Because I start talking like a. <laughs> like an old lady like I'm like Jane on Jane the Virgin type shit like how her grandma with the flower was like this is your virginity <laughs> like sex hey, is sacred so <laughs> right sex is sacred and the fact that when we're talking about boundaries how like when your sexual boundaries are violated that has an effect on your emotional intellectual and physical health it can you can it can have take a toll on each of those areas so that must mean that there's something to it you know, in the in the flip side of that is when your emotional boundaries are crossed, that can that can make you lack sexual boundaries. But that's a whole nother number. I ain't no doctor tonight. <laughs> but like the point is sex is sacred. And so it's just like if you're engaging with someone, let it be something that you want to do and it's something that you want and you mean. And it's something that they want and they mean. Don't just be out here humping and fucking. But if that's what you're doing, more power to you. I'm very sex positive. I mean, this is called dick pressure because we ain't been getting no dick. 
But <laughs> uh, uh, y'all, y'all, y'all. Listen, I'm I'm the definition of the podcast name. Me too. I'm the def- I am the definition. That's why I said I was going to put y'all in my business real quick because it's real brief. Y'all, I have not had any activity since 2019. This is traumatic, okay? So, y'all, y'all, y'all can do it, though. Don't don't just be out here giving up your, your goods to these, to these nothing-ass niggas or these nothing-ass bitches because everybody don't deserve to have you. And, <laughs> and soul ties is real, y'all, for real. That's like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're, they're very real, so you gotta be very mindful about who you're letting into you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because um, it's serious. And when you yeah. let them in, and here's the thing, when you let them in, because let me tell you, one time this felt very violating to me, and I didn't even know how to respond. This is TMI. One time, I was, I was humping on trade, and um, you know, he threw me in this like position, and it was just rough, and I just was not here for it because it was just like, I just was not here for it. We didn't have that type of relationship for me to feel like he was pinning me down and like kind of restraining me. And so that was like triggering to me, but I knew he wasn't trying to hurt me. So it was kind of like, I didn't make an issue out of it, but I knew I had felt some type of way. But what I learned from that situation is, hell, this is my body, baby. You don't just get to run over here and do what you want to do. Like in that moment, it should have been up to me to advocate for myself to be like, I don't like that. Hey, y'all. Switch that shit up. To be honest with you, as I get older, like, I I started telling the person that I was dealing with, you know what I'm saying? I will tell you if I do not like your sex, and I will stop you. I am so sorry that you, I I don't know how y'all allow people, not you, Christopher, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how people allow for themselves to be... Like, but I guess that do tie into feeling pressured and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because even with that, like, because even if I feel pressured, I'm a, I'm a man. I'm a play it so cool. Yeah. <laughs> if it ain't done in two minutes, oh, on me. Yeah. Stop. I don't like it. And 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 dudes, they hate that about me because I'm I'm very honest. I'm not gonna sit up here and lie to you. I don't like your yeah. sex. Get off of me. No. I love that I'm lit, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> hey. Me? Man, let you know. You hey. <laughs> Look at us getting off here. We're supposed to be helping the people. Hey, we can't help y'all, but y'all better get in tune with y'all sexual selves. If, if you, you better learn your body for somebody else do. Because if you, if you learn your body... Before somebody else try to come in and try to tell you what your body is like, then it's it's gonna be way more easier. Right. I'm telling y'all now. Mm-mm. Listen, we got this. This is our last one, and then we gonna give them a, you know. <laughs> um. So this last one is time boundaries. It refers to how a person uses oh. their time 
To have healthy time boundaries, a person must set aside enough time for each facet of their life, such as work, relationships, and hobbies. Time boundaries are violated when another person demands too much of another person's time. Bitch, when I say that that... I feel attacked. I felt attacked. I feel attacked. It was like like a double-edged sword because not only did it eat me up with my own time... But it also ate me up with how I can be with somebody else's time. And so, you know, and that can tie into relationships. But what really stood out to me was in order for you to have healthy time boundaries, a person must set aside enough time for each facet of their life, such as work relationships and hobbies. So I was thinking about sometimes what does it look like if you lack boundaries in these areas and so I was like you're probably disorganized all over the place you know what I'm saying you're probably really late you're probably not punctual by any means stop telling my business (laughs) you know what I'm saying you're probably a hell of a procrastinator um it's just like several 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 things And what I realize is, you know, a lot of these people are like, they're, they're, it's like they're spreading themselves thin because since you're not given enough time to each area of your life, that means you're not fully really thriving in all of those areas of your life. So it's like, you probably feel like you're barely making it and it really chalks up to time management and when when i hear about time management girl you know we know all about time management how many times we've been taught about time management but it should but you know what i'm saying but to put it in practice is something entirely different but now realizing that it's essential to really living our best life like i'm really like hmm what can i do to better you know cultivate because <laughs> I, mean, I feel like we would I, be more productive in a sense I mean yeah um, my time boundaries are horrible because as I said earlier I'm very big on my hygiene meal so I take y'all better ask him how long my showers is I when it's time for me to go somewhere I literally have to start getting ready three hours before. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That it's gonna take me an hour and a half in a shower, <laughs> at least. Like a a a quick shower to me is twenty five minutes. That's that's my quick shower. Um, so my 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 time management is horrible when it comes to me having to be certain places sometimes because I take all day to get dressed. I. I, when I get out the shower, I sit and I, I sit in a towel and I get under the covers. And I sit there for a minute, for like another 20, 30 minutes. Like somebody's auntie, they got arthritis and can barely. I don't know, and I put on music or I put on a show that I was watching before I got out in the shower. And I'm going to sit there and I'm going to dry. I'm going to get warm so my body's not cold. And then I'm going to get up. I'm going to put on my lotion. And um, I don't know if I'm the only one who does this, 
but depending on where I'm going or like the the day um when I wake up in the morning I think about what I want to smell like I have a perfume collection so I think about what I want to smell like so uh maybe sometimes I'll change my mind about what I want to smell like and it depends on where I'm going because if I'm going somewhere where I know I'm gonna be out for a minute I'll put on perfume um if I'm just going to the store real quick, I'll put on body spray. Yeah. Like, and I, I, you know, I'll put on body spray to go to bed. It smells like baby powder. But, you know, yeah. I'm very... <laughs> so, when it comes to that, it's just me. I, I guess I need to learn how to... Well, no, I mean, sometimes I'm... I said I've got to take three... I, I start three hours earlier to get dressed. So, I mean, but... Mm. It depends on if I like the job too, though. Because if I like the job, I'm gonna get to work on time. If on I everything. Like the job, fuck y'all. I'll when, get here when I get here. When the coin yeah. is flowing, I'm there. She said, like, "I said when the coin is flowing, I'm there." Yeah, like I, y'all, I ain't gonna lie. I used to go to work like every day when I was in Texas at the call center. I didn't like them people, and but I still was making my chips. Because I was still the top earner. Like, I was always in the top earnings. So, I mean, I, I went there. I did my shit. I worked overtime every day. So, it wasn't like I was just, you know, the shit. I lived in Dallas, y'all. That traffic was shitty. It's like L.A. traffic. Tell me all. So, I think that's the only thing I'm back with, though, huh? Me in the showers? <laughs> or if I say I'm coming up, if I say I'm coming out there... If I say I'm coming to Pasadena at a certain time, do I ever get there on time? Not always. I would say sometimes something that she'll do. One time, remember when we went to like, like when we had our little brunch moment <laughs> and how I was already sitting at the table and it was taking you forever to get out the car? Oh, yeah. Y'all, See, oh, yeah. I'd be like... Slow. Oh, uh, girl, that slow dragon gets under my skin. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That lollygagging. I, I, I lied to you. Know, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm very slow, y'all. Um, it takes me, it's going to take me like 10 minutes to get out the car. Listen, <laughs> my mom, when she would, when we would be getting ready for school in the morning, my mom would be like, the fuck are you lollygagging for? <laughs> and it's just so for me, that slow dragon shit, like when it's time to move. It's time to move. Because yeah. I get to a place where I'm done. About that, y'all. When I say everybody, I mean everybody. But everybody eats me up about the same thing. So they eat me up about me taking long to get out the car, um, getting in the car. But I walk fast, though, y'all. So once we get to where we're going, I'm on the move. But it's just like when I'm uh, when I'm getting started or when we're finishing or something, um, that's when I take a long time. I take a long time to get in and out the car. I take a long time. Um, showering, and then depending on if I like you that day, because I'll be petty sometimes with my friends or whatever. Like, if they piss me off when we're supposed to go somewhere, on everything, I'll leave my house an hour later than what I'm supposed to, because you shouldn't have made me mad. But that's (laughs) me being petty. And I guess that's me not respecting somebody's time, and that's what they said. But I'll work on it. You know, maybe I'll start getting, I don't know, because I feel like I don't, I don't like, I don't like getting ready 
and having to sit in clothes and I'm not fresh still. Yeah. So that's Girl. my whole thing. I don't know. You know, but that's why it's important like to these are like when we start discussing boundaries, this is work that you ultimately have to do with yourself. You know what I'm saying? The best way to kind of grow or to evolve or to heal is you have first have to become aware of the issue, you know? So it's uncovering ultimately what you need. So if you see that you're lacking in certain areas of your life, you know what I'm saying? You can be like, well, what is it? What can I do? And then so you'll discover how important boundaries actually are. And when you're lacking them, like your life is going to reflect just that. And so I just want to go ahead and quickly ask the people a couple of questions. So as we know, we talked about it. Personal boundaries are the limits and the rules that we set for ourselves within our relationships. Um, so sometimes you need to ask yourself, do I have rigid boundaries? That means that I probably avoid intimacy in close relationships. I'm unlikely to ask for help. I have very few relationships. I'm very protective over personal information. I may seem detached even with romantic partners. And I keep others at a distance to avoid the possibility of rejection. And I also overshare personal information. And um, I also have a difficulty saying no to the request of others. Now, if I if you answered yes to all of that, you have what is called rigid, rigid boundaries. Okay. Now, ask yourself: Do I have porous boundaries? Alrighty. So, what that would look like is, I'm over involved with other people's problems. I'm dependent on the opinions of others. I accept abuse or disrespect. I fear rejection if they do not comply with others. Alrighty? So that would be porous boundaries. Now, someone who has healthy boundaries would value their own opinion, doesn't compromise their values for others, shares personal information in an appropriate way, does not over or undershare. They say what they want to say when they want to say it. And they accept when others say no to them. And so that then means that they are able to say no to others when they want to. So ask yourself, you know, where are you on that spectrum? Now you have to understand that people, most people have a mix of different boundary types. So you can showcase unhealthy boundaries, rigid boundaries in one area of your life. And then you can have really healthy boundaries in certain areas of your life, you know, um, and then the appropriateness of those boundaries would depend heavily on your setting. What's appropriate to say when you're at work or when you're with your friends, knowing the difference, as we talked about earlier. And even in some cultures, like something that we consider maybe acceptable here in America, maybe completely accept- unacceptable in India. Like you can't do that shit out in the street. And that's like PDA or some shit like that or emotional expression, if you will. But you all... Tonight, we talked about a lot. Don't you feel like we covered a lot of bases? We for sure. Um, we was chopping. So when we talk about boundaries and then you reflecting on the different areas of your life and on your different relationships, do you understand um, what boundaries you may be lacking 
or what boundaries you may need or what boundaries you may even violate sometimes in other people's lives? It's for short time. Um, but I, I stated that. Um, when it comes to, well, honestly, as we talked about every boundary, I did say that I do have problems within them. No. Um, so I'm very good at admitting my faults. All of those. I, I feel like we could always do better. Mm. Period. And thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I would say for me, I definitely, um, something that I realize in learning about boundaries, learning where I um, am struggling in areas and uh, need to be more assertive with my boundaries or be more clear with my boundaries. Um, because people are only doing the best that they can at the end of the day. All of us, we're just doing the best that we can. And sometimes we're all in that same fight of either not knowing or understanding our boundaries or just not having the tools to articulate them. And then so, like I said earlier, we end up in these rifts and in, in, in these situations sometimes um, that we don't have to be in if we just knew how to communicate if we were really self-aware enough to understand what we need in that moment. And so I understand how understanding my boundaries helped me to be more, um, helped me to be clear in moments that I may particularly find offensive, or as we've been saying a lot tonight, violating. You know what I'm saying? Whereas what a lot of people don't realize that violation can trigger a trauma response. So what I'm saying, you could have violated me in this area and now I beat your ass. And now you're looking at me like I'm the villain. You know what I'm saying? But that violation could have took me to a place. But so understanding, by understanding my boundaries, I don't even put myself in certain situations. You know what I'm saying? And expose myself to certain things. And so to sum up our boundaries talk, I just believe that boundaries are self-care in practice like that's what self-care looks like you really knowing yourself you know I really believe that boundaries help us to carefully curate a life full of experiences that are ultimately in alignment to who we really are you know what I'm saying they honor who we really are on the inside like your your authentic self and so by creating a system of how we you need to be I'm saying they're going to boundaries again <laughs> you see what I'm saying? People be yeah. testing. But be but by ultimately creating a system of how we need to be treated and anticipate, you know, treating others, it definitely helps us to create an overall quality of life. You know what I'm saying? And so I just realized how like you know, that's something we really don't talk about. Like, when we talk about self-care, nobody really talks about what they're doing. They're just like, oh, turn off your phone. But nobody talks about the fact that sometimes you got to tell no to the motherfucker that keep calling you. You know what I'm saying? That's the boundary, you know? And, um, but we can, they get it. What's one thing that you're letting go today? Go first. Okay, well, since we talked about boundaries, something that I'm letting go is... Um, the responsibility to over explain my boundary after I've made it clear. So after I told you no, or after I told you I don't like something, it should be left there. I shouldn't have to go into it any further. That's it. And, and I have to, I have to value 
myself to stand up and be like, you know what, that's it in the moment and don't abhor it and let it fester. And so where I'd be reactive and snapping on people and then motherfuckers be trying to say I'm crazy. And it's like, I am crazy, bitch. <laughs> so that's what I'm letting go. So that would, um, yeah, that's what I'm letting go today. Mm. Yes, ma'am. Mm. Oh, bitch. Yeah. This, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Feel offended when I say this. Okay. I'm letting go of bringing you motherfuckers food. Now. Wow. <laughs> no, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> y'all, they use me for food. I can cook my ass off, y'all, so they like to use me for food. Mm, no, nah, that ain't what I'm letting go of. <laughs> um, although I'm very bold, um, I need to let go the... And I guess we're going to talk about this when we get off. I need to let go of my fear of dying mm. um i'm very I'm, I'm very fearful of passing away i don't know why um but I, I need to let that fear go because i do believe in god i do trust him um i do know that i cannot question him so i need to let go of that fear but that fear is going to be let go when my relationship with him is where it needs to be so i i because I, i'm always fearful that i'm gonna pass away before my relationship with him is where say as it, it develops it's supposed to be huh? say as it develops because it's a relationship so consider it like like how when you enter into an intimate relationship with say a romantic partner and how you grow to understand See, here you go and learn you can't do that because you're gonna put me back in the space and we talking about god let that go but but i'm saying i'm using a it's it's an example we are talking about god and you can compare like jesus compares in the bible he compares marriage to the way that he loves the church so what we're what i'm saying more so is it's a relationship so it's something that develops like there's no there's no ultimate like I'm in right standing with God. You're in right standing with God when you believe. You know? Teach me. That's the promise. So that's you better teach me something. <laughs> you know, I'm just like pastor. let me get you together real fast. Like it's something that develops. Like, you know, he's not a man, he's a spirit. You know what I'm saying? But it's something that develops you're in relationship with. It is like a marriage. Um But yeah, continue on. Hey. <laughs> The preacher's kids be knowing, don't they? Don't do me. <laughs> that was a compliment. <laughs> because. because. What the hell? You see what I'm saying, y'all? Um, That's just because yeah, I know I'm as, 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 as my relationship um, develops and as it becomes the, the relationship that I've always fiend for. Yes. Um. I, I feel like my fear is going to to surpass. So that that's the thing that I I need to let go of. I need to let go of my fear of passing away because we're not always going to be here. Yeah. And when we leave this place, it is... I'm not going to hell. Because <laughs> we live in hell. That's what people don't understand. We live in hell. So when we leave this place... We're no longer 
if you live how you're supposed to, um, you're not going to suffer no more because even though you might be living a joyful life here, it's still not as joyful as it's going to be once you're reunited um, after your judgment day. So, I mean, did I get off the topic because I forgot what I said at that point? No. No, no. Um, no, no, you just vary so yeah. much, you just vary so much, you know, talking about, you know, you, you want to be able to let go of your fear of death. And as, you know, you continue to develop and cultivate your relationship with your creator, you believe that that fear will begin to subside. And I believe that for you. Hello. So um, that's, that's, that's uh, my fear. And that's what I'm letting go of, that that specific fear. You and I always talk about like prayer and we talk about um blessings and you know receiving from God and and um Oh, here we go. I know what we finna talk about. Mm, go ahead. <laughs> it was just it was just really I don't know, it was just on me today though, for for real. Like how sometimes you'll pray about something and then you don't think that God answered it, and then you find yourself going through all of these different things. It's like a constant, like, up and down. And then so you start question questioning the thing that you prayed for. You start saying, should I really have it? And then sometimes you look around, and you see other people got it. And then you see people that might even look a little undeserving. They got it, and you're still going without. And you're like, God, what is going on? Why? 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 Why isn't the blessing in my lap? Why isn't it here? You know? And I was just thinking about that. And I'm just like, why do people treat God, and I'm guilty of this sometimes, like he's a genie. And so you rub on him, you rub, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? You make your wish and it falls out the sky. Let me know when you're ready for me. I'm going to let you flow. I'm just just setting her up. You know? Look, he knows. I'm just paving the, you know, just paving the ground because there's somebody out there that's just like, God, when is it going to be my time and I'm frustrated and I'm tired of struggling? Why do I keep having to hit my head up against the wall? Why do I keep having to struggle? You know, when when is the blessing coming? Like like I told y'all, I don't really speak about religion and stuff like that unless somebody is in my circle. Um, Personally, this is my dog. You feel me? A1. This is family. So regardless if this is on a platform or not, we going to talk about it. Um, the people gonna listen because we ain't talking about religion. We talk about relationship. Oh well, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. So like, I feel you. I just like to mess with, uh, them, mess yeah. with everybody. <laughs> so when it when it comes to to what you just said, y'all y'all would think I was raised in church, y'all. Y'all would really think I was raised in church, um, and I was not. But when it comes to that, you ask God for these blessings. You know what I'm saying. And you're not always ready for those blessings. Mm. And that's why your blessings start within. As I said earlier, and I told y'all to not to let it go over your head, when you're expressing that you stressed out or anything like that, and you praying to God and stuff like that, you got to learn to let it go. Let mm. it go. Give it to God. Because if you're not, if, if, if you're not blessed within you cannot receive blessings on to you, you know. Uh, 
earlier I told I told Christopher I feel like God has definitely poured a, a an abundance of blessings into me. Um, if y'all ever meet me, or if y'all know me, y'all know that I say hello instead of hello. Um, that reason being is I like to say hello because I like to say hey and hello all at one time. Like, halo, you know what I'm saying? But um, when you think about the halo, the the number one compliment that I've received as an adult, like, within the last year and a half, two years, actually, is that my vibe and my aura is different. Um, and that it, it, it feels more positive. It feels, you could feel light. And I feel like, like I told Christopher earlier, it may seem like it's cliche, um, but me saying halo makes me think about halos. And I feel like as I've grown through my growing pains and I've been blessed within, um, I feel like God has placed a halo over me and he he's created this space for me he's he's created this he's he's created my vibe he's created my aura of light and of positivity so when people are around me they feel relaxed like they feel like they can just be themselves you know what i'm saying um and and that's how i know i'm covered because that halo is 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 over me and it's protecting me. It's keeping me here. Um, so yeah, that. But when, when it comes to blessings and things like that, and 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 treating God like a genie, y'all gotta listen. Listen to him when he speak. So y'all want these blessings, right? But what comes with blessings are lessons, mm. and I say this all the time. You're always going to receive lessons with your blessings. So you can ask God for something, but he may not see that for you. You know what I'm saying? Just because you ask for it doesn't mean you're going to receive that specific thing. He may give you something greater in a different form or shape, or he may give you that blessing that you asked for, but it's not always going to come when you want it to, because y'all got to remember while we on this earth, we're on borrowed time. Mm. This is not our time. We're on God's time. Stop making it as if God is on your time. You're his creation. So you need to understand that. Um, I love Tyler Perry. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Tyler Perry says in one of his plays, like, and not to just put this back about a man, but when people say, God gave me a good man, God sent me a good man, that man could be standing next to you, but you're not prepared for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you ask him for all these blessings, but what you don't realize is if you're not ready for that blessing, God is not going to hand it to you just for you to destroy it. Period. Like, who are you? And And that's the thing that we at some point have to understand. Who are you to say... God, this is what I want, right? But I don't do the work. I don't align myself according to what I want. So it's just like that very same thing. God gave me a husband. 
if I don't start aligning myself to be the type of person who wants to be married, if I'm still out here partying it up, humping and you know what I'm saying, doing all of that, yeah. and, I'm and, not and aligning that's myself. About it too, because it's like, you know what I'm saying? I know like now when, when, when I ask for certain things, um, when I ask for them, I also give thanks in advance. So I always say, you know, even if this is not for me, you know, bless me with what you feel like I need. You know? No. Um See see now you're getting on the wave. See, this is what this is what the spirit is doing and this is where it flows. It's coming full circle because what we talked about tonight was boundaries, realizing the need for boundaries. It's those silent laws within yourself that help you to exist with peace, <laughs> you know, insanity, you know. And um and what happens is <laughs> a lot of times people are so unaware of what they need, so they're just asking God for everything that they want they want. And then so it's just like God is trying to tell people like, Hello, I can give you peace that surpasses all understanding. I can give you joy that the world can't take away from you because it didn't give it. I can give you all these things, but and then we're still so focused. So what happens is he allows for things to happen. So now suddenly you're living in that big house, but you have no peace of mind. You're in that relationship that you thought that you prayed for and that you got, but you weren't ready. So now you're so now you're on divorce number two. You know what I'm saying? You end up in these situations because people don't understand what they need. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, are you praying about what you need or are you praying about what you just want? Because God is not stupid. And that's the thing about it. Um, when you when, when you asking for these things, if you continue to to rush, if if God feel like he's being rushed, he gonna hand you something, but he gonna show you why he told you to wait. Ultimately, so, he does things on his time. The Bible says that a day is a thousand years to God. Hello. So it's just so, he does things when he wants to. Hello. So it's just like I know, like she. when 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 you ask for something, you can't put. First of all, if you if if you say I'm coming to your house from my house, right? And you know, usually it take like thirty minutes to get to your house or whatever. If I say, God, send me to give me the Christopher house, he's not going to just be like, okay, I'm going to get her there in 10 minutes because you're you're not going to know if it's an accident on the freeway. You're not going to know if right. a light is broken. You're not going to know if you're called to do something else. There's no, no, you can't rush him. You know what I'm saying? And that's people the thing. try to do that because just as fast as he gives it to you, he can take it away from under your feet. And that's the thing. Like, what we might be talking about might not mean anything to some people listening. And if that's how you feel, disregard it. Move on with your life. We'll see you next week. But for the for the person that this means something to, because I know somebody out there that's just becoming restless, that's really struggling in their heart and their mind, that has so much inside of them, a great gifting, you know what I'm saying? And this person is just exhausted, exhausted of praying, tired of waiting for a breakthrough, tired of trying to do the right thing. And I just, I just feel the need to tell somebody is 
don't be weary in your <laughs> don't be weary in your <laughs> while you're <laughs> I can't even get it out. Don't be weary in your well doing. Don't be weary. You you always closer to your blessing than what you think. Because it's the people that continuously do for people and that do things that in secret and in private. God without seeking something. Ooh, God will turn around and reward you in front of everybody. And so I just want to tell somebody it's coming. But understand you have to align yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's a, those are distractions. It's a trick. This this whole when is it coming? When is it gonna happen for me? That's a distraction. That's a device to keep you further away from what's important. If you just would stay connected. Somebody God is talking to somebody out there. He could be talking to me, but he's saying stay connected. Get close to me. Understand. Under get to know yourself. I'll show you you. You know what I'm saying? While I show he uh, he's talking to somebody. Listen, you become aware of the things that you need. Your personal boundaries. And you understand what's more important. What <laughs> I'm getting all over the place because I just want to tell somebody. I, I don't know who I'm talking to, but it's going to be all right. Because we fit and may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. So, you know, and a lot of people say, my joy didn't come in the morning. Well, it might come the next morning. It might come the next one. You know what I'm saying? But I just want to let somebody know that their blessing is on the way. Don't rush God because he knows what he's doing. And if you would just submit to him, I'm telling you. Like you submit up under that man or that woman. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Look at the girl. Don't shame. Don't slut shame me. <laughs> but listen, I just want to tell somebody... It's not by mistake everything that's happening in your life and your life might look crazy and a mess and like it's all over the place. But I promise you, if you stay focused, listen, my Bible says, I don't know what you believe in, but my Bible says that all things work together for the good of those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. So if you every day are saying, yes, God, I promise you, you're called according to his purpose. So that what that then means is that all things are then going to work together for you if you believe it. Amen. Should we pass around the collection plate? Amen. Wow. Go ahead. Uh. We want to thank the Ghetto Spiritual for joining us again. We are sure going to make sure that she is a permanent fixture of ours here. Um, let's see. We think we're going to give her a seat and a $20 microphone. Amen. Go ahead and let them know where you can find, they can find you at. Excuse me. So check this out. Um, first of all, let me just give y'all thanks for even listening to me. Um, because it, it took a while for me to get comfortable to even want to talk about anything um, when it comes to this aspect. I was not always like this, y'all. So I really do uh, pray that y'all feel the light when it when it comes to me. Um, you definitely can find me on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, my Instagram is The Ghetto Spiritual, and I am different. Y'all got to understand, I'm really her, okay? <laughs> so it is T-H-G-H-E-T-T-O-S-P-I-R-I-T-U-A-L. On Twitter, it is just Ghetto Spiritual. Um, yeah, that's me, y'all. Uh, hell, I'm grateful. Be here. Period, Pooh. 
Alrighty, everybody, and once again, I am Jalen White LA, and you can follow me at Jalen White LA on all my social media platforms. Um, we also want you to go ahead and like, comment, and please subscribe to our little bitty podcast and share the motherfucker, okay? Because we're just here to shoot the shit, share our little bitty old podcast, let it spread and grow. Alrighty, until next time. Oh, don't forget, the only cure for depression is dick. Bye.